everybody, it's Liz from Grow Your Mindset here and we are introducing to you during season two of our Mindset in You interviews, the wonderful Paul Lim, who myself and Gemma have connected with quite recently really, relatively recently and Paul has been a bit of a rock for us in terms of us developing as a business. So we're going to let him introduce himself and talk about what he does. So welcome Paul. Thank you, Liz. It's absolutely fantastic to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're very welcome. So introduce us to yourself and just explain your current role to us. Right. Okay. So um, I own a company called Lancashire Business Growth and we trade as Action Coach Bolton. And I'm uh, obviously the managing director there and also their head coach. So we help business owners um, to become better business owners. We're a business coaching company. We actually coach business owners, not companies. Right. And do you do you coach companies within your local area or do you expand across the northwest? Do you have a limit of where you Well, we're focused on we're really focused on local um, companies. You know, we're really focused on helping as many northwest based companies as we can. And even more local than that, really, because most of the work that we do tends to be around um, East Lancashire, so the Blackburn, Accrington, Burnley, the M65, Preston as well, the M65 corridor, and right. also um, Bolton and Bury um, and surrounding areas to that. We don't tend to go into Manchester, although I've actually got clients as far and wide as, as Birmingham, London, and even San Diego, believe it or not. Wow, gosh, right, okay. So the sky is the limit then, but you do like absolutely. to have that hub of locality. Yes, absolutely. We're, we're focused our purpose is to help as many local business owners as we can, particularly sort of during the current times, during the pandemic. Um, right. we, we, you know, we know we just want to try and help as many local businesses as we can to not only survive, but thrive during and after the pandemic. Right. Okay. Well, that leads us on to the next bit, really, in terms of your passion. Okay. So what makes you so passionate about your current role as a business and leadership coach for Action Coach? What, what is it that drives you? To do well, what do. as I've already said, I, I discovered a long while ago that my purpose is just to help people in mm. whatever form that takes. And really, business coaching and action coach is the ideal vehicle for that because we can have a massive impact, not just on the business owners that we're working with, but on their employees and future employees. We've got a quest mm. to help a, a thousand local business owners employ a thousand more people over the next five to ten years. So we're determined it's not just about the business owner, it's about their teams. Um, and the more people we get involved with Action Coach, the more um, funds we have available to help others in terms of the charities we support and um, other pro bono activities that we do. So we've helped over 500 people for free during the pandemic um, with gifted coaching sessions. We've given away all of our spare coaching slots. Um, and we've done free webinars and free workshops for people. Right. And have you have you recognised that people have embraced that, or have you seen different? Has it been a bit of a roller coaster ride in terms of people's engagement, or has it? Um, no, we've different? we've had lots of engagement from people who've just wanted help, business owners who maybe just needed to speak to somebody. Yeah. People who felt like they just didn't know which way to turn. Mm. Um, and and what those gifted sessions and the webinars and workshops do is just help to give them a little bit of clarity and focus on how to move forwards mm. uh, you'll know yourself sometimes people get into a, a mindset where it's like 
sort of walking through treacle and they just don't yeah. know what to do you know there's that much going on they don't know what to do mm. so we just help to give them some clarity and focus and we're called action coach for a reason it's because it we want people to get into action to have some specific action points that will help them move forwards mm. and, and everybody's embraced that we've had some great feedback some really positive comments across social media across linkedin and various others to the extent where we've actually been nominated um and thank you to the person who nominated us for a hsbc um community hero award now, i don't consider myself a hero by any means so i don't i think the, the award's probably been named incorrectly because there's probably <laughs> heroes out there but you know just for the number of people that we've helped and supported and have moved forward as a result of that so i'm really proud of that we've yeah that definitely award. Brilliant. I mean, in terms of you, you mentioned the word clarity there, and in terms of that for myself and Gemma, as um, a new business, we're in our second year of business. For us, it was a stage of where it was almost like we'd come to a bit of a path divert and we didn't know which way to go as a, as a business owner. And you've provided that clarity and given us so much food for thought in terms of our own growth as individuals, but how we then engage in our business and you, and you say to us it's about working on your business not in your business um, mm. and that really does ring home with us in terms of our journey so we really appreciate everything you're doing and doing oh, as well but you, you've not always done what you've done okay <laughs> so in terms of your previous occupation or you might have more that you've not told me about but um, it may come to a bit of a surprise to the people listening what you used to do and the role that you used to do would definitely require to be a positive mindset influencer well it would if i was one of your clients <laughs> so can you recall any stories that where you've had to be a positive influencer within your even in your current role as well but obviously your previous role tell us a little bit about what you've been doing um right so i started off in my coaching career goes back over 30 years mm. and um i started off in high performance sports coaching which a lot of people do um, but it's also high pressure sports coaching it was um, as a, a parachute instructor and a skydiving instructor so we take people like you and Gemma and um, myself and on the saturday morning they turn up at the parachute center thinking that they were going to die on a saturday afternoon and, and my job was to convince them that it was perfectly reasonable to throw themselves out of a, of a serviceable airplane at two and a half thousand feet by half five or six o'clock that evening so there was some work that went on around mindset but to be honest with people who come along for the first time most of the work is about practice it's about drilling yes <clears throat> overcoming fear with logic and explaining what happens how things work and then simply practice and practice and practice until it becomes second nature to them mm. and you know i swear to god now that if i um, if I walked down the street and I saw one of the people that I trained, that I could, if I crept up behind them and tapped on the shoulder and shouted "Go," that they'd jump out like <laughs> one thousand, two thousand, because it's it's that ingrained into their head. But we'd also take more experienced skydivers up to ten or twelve thousand feet, and three or four of us would jump out of the aeroplane at the same time. Yeah. While we were in free fall, we'd coach using hand signals while we right. were plunging and plummeting towards the ground at 200 feet a second so Gosh. thankfully we don't ask any of our clients to do that um but it, for me you know it, it that requires people to step outside their comfort zone very much yeah 
you know, whether it's the first time or the fifth time or the 500th time they're doing the parachute jump, you are outside of your comfort zone. And what you've got to remember is that in order to learn new things, in order to experience new things, you've got to get outside your comfort zone. Because if you stay inside your comfort zone, um, you're never going to get anywhere. Humans by nature um, will move towards pleasure and away from pain. Yeah. And, you know, move away from their uncomfortable zone and into, mm. into their comfort zone. You know, there's, um, you know, there's two kinds of, of pain, you know, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And mm. I'm certainly not going to be lying on my deathbed um, with regrets. Mm. You know, I want to be lying there thinking I've done absolutely everything that I wanted to do. Yeah. And jumping out of a plane was one of them. And I just got hooked on it and decided that I wanted lots of other people to share that same experience. That adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yeah. Do you miss that? Um, yes. If I'm a little, yeah. I, in, since then I've uh, learned to fly. I've got a private pilot's license. Right. So okay. Now I go flying from our local airfield in a little Cessna 172. So I still get you know, I'm still an adrenaline junkie. I'm still an altitude junkie. So I like getting getting up in the sky. Surprisingly, right. I'm actually frightened of heights as well, though. Well, I'm not frightened really? of heights. I'm not even frightened of falling. I'm just frightened of the sudden stop at the bottom. So, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. <laughs> Inevitable, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting, actually, because, you know, my, my husband's birthday this week and um, I got him one of those red letter day yeah. things. And uh, I booked um, a hot air balloon for two. Oh, fantastic. So you're going to be going up in that with him? Yeah. So it's valid till July next year. Um, and with COVID, they said they'd be flexible. So, um, yeah, I'm, I've never done anything like that before. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Oh, it's a basket like... between me and the earth. <laughs> That's, it's the one thing I haven't done. I've never right. been on a hot air balloon ride. Uh, right. some, when, while we were skydiving, some of my uh, skydiving colleagues actually got to go and jump out of one. And that's my only regret that I never got to jump out of a balloon. Do it that with them, yeah. But it's a very different experience. If you can imagine jumping out of an aeroplane, aeroplane that's doing 70, 80 miles an hour through the sky when you jump out. Yeah. Of course, jumping out of something which is absolutely still when you get out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. In, in fact, I prob probably find it a little bit harder to do because with an aeroplane you've got that rush of going you've got that forward momentum you've got the wind yeah. against the skin and everything yeah but i'd encourage anybody anybody who's not done something like that to get outside your comfort zone because what yeah. happens is if you want to learn something new it's always going to be uncomfortable when you start it's like if you the first time you do a podcast or yes. the first time you get up on stage to speak to a room of people or the first time yeah. you go to a networking event and you have to stand up and tell everybody about your business mm. it is uncomfortable mm. and no matter how much you practice it's still going to be a little bit uncomfortable yeah the more you do it the more comfortable you get with it and your comfort zone starts to expand yeah so mm. what was uncomfortable becomes comfortable exactly. and then you just you just expand and expand and expand yeah so really you should see it as being like a bit of a magnet and like embracing all these experiences and opportunities absolutely yeah. And then expanding out, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. You've already mentioned about an award that yeah. you have um, been nominated for, which is fantastic. And can you tell us a little bit more about what you consider the setbacks that have been for businesses um, during COVID and the mindset that has been magnified because of those setbacks in terms of 
business owners reluctances and the things that they've sort of like opened up to you about that what are the main I mean I know for me myself and Gemma we're on our own journey and mm -hmm. Covid has magnified certain triggers within us um what what have you spotted in terms of the coaching you've been doing well it really depends on the individual business owners we've seen all sorts of different reactions to Covid from people mm. who um stuck their heads in the sand pulled the shutters down and said um we'll see you when it's all over Hi. to those who um are resigned to the inevitable to the opposite end of the spectrum where people are saying right what do we do differently what are we doing now how do we move forwards how yeah. do we make it work you know yeah. and everybody's got a choice on what they do you know the way we feel about stuff is, is a choice and you know we work with those business owners who want to do something different mm. you, know, I, I, you see so many you know posts on social media especially early in lockdown people had shut the businesses and then the only thing you saw of them on social media was them complaining about somebody else who hadn't shut the business who was still working who was still moving forwards mm. um, and was still employing people and still keeping people in work safely but mm. doing what mm. so sometimes there's not a lot you can do to help those kind of people who, who you know would just blame the situation or deny that there's anything that they can do about it um, we've got to focus on those who want to take ownership and accountability of what they can do mm. and, and help them to move forwards so lots of different reactions to the early part of, of lockdown mm. um, and lots of different reactions since then as well uh, and you know my main advice to people is one to stay positive and two to look at the things which are inside of your control mm. you know, and I know you and Gemma work with with companies and, and children and, and, and focus on the things help them to focus on the things which are inside of their control mm. rather than the things which are either completely outside of the con their control or only the things that they can influence rather than can control directly mm. so we we get business owners to focus on the things which are within their control and the thing that is in, within their control is the way they react yeah so they have a choice about the way they react to everything that's happening mm. they either say right we can't do what we're doing now let's do something different but not just pull the shutters down stick their heads in the sand yeah i love that so you, can, you can't control the situation that you're in but you can control no. how you react towards it absolutely yeah very much yeah. so okay fantastic that's, so go on sorry so i was just gonna say that's true of everything in life isn't it it's not mm. just about it's not just about business owners this is about yeah. everything in life relationships and everything yeah absolutely mm. Mm. so in terms of mindset i mean you know myself and Gemma are passionate about developing growth mindset within business owners and the teams what yeah. have you said what would you say is your biggest challenge for you as in terms of your own mindset because you you're there day in day out positively influencing others but what have the challenges been for you and your team and how have you overcome those challenges because you're like everybody else you're human well yeah i was gonna say that's a really interesting question because you know we have got to stay um positive and motivated all mm. the time and mm. as you say i'm no different to everybody else there are 
you know, there are some days where it is more of a challenge, mm. you know, when, especially when you get to this time of the year, you know, you get up in the morning and it's dark, mm. it's wet, it's windy, and you open the curtains and you think, oh, do I really have to go and do me exercise in this? <laughs> As opposed to those days where you get up in the middle of summer and it's lovely and warm and there's a nice breeze and and the sun's shining and you think, well, why wouldn't I want to be getting up and doing it? Mm. So it's about keeping that motivation up for, for all of us. Um, and the, the, for us, it's been more around actual just logistical challenges in terms of whether we work from the office, work from home, the technology that's needed to do all that. Switching some of our group programs from, from face to face to Zoom. Mm. Um, which again is, is another um, a mindset challenge because you, I can sit here and say, oh, well, the, the clients want all wanting to do face to face. They're not going to want to come onto Zoom. We're going to lo lose a load of clients. Yeah. And that's my own head trash. Mm. You know, it's, and, and we often say, look, um, you know, whatever you believe to be true is, is your truth. Mm. But it's not everybody else's truth. And when we actually moved online, we didn't lose any clients. In fact, we've got more new clients as a result of running group programs online than mm. we've ever had before. So yeah. I think you have to challenge your own mindset. You have to challenge your own truths. Mm. And it's all about the self-talk that you have. You know, the, the most, I, I've been saying this over and over again to our clients, the most powerful force in the world, which can help you do things which you never thought possible or can hold you back from doing even the simplest of things is this. Mm. And, you know, we've seen time and time again with business owners, when they start, it's like we call them BFOs, blinding flashes of the obvious. <laughs> when we talk to business owners about things and they suddenly start to think about things in a different way and listen to what they've actually been saying to themselves mm. and start to tell themselves more positive things then magical things can start to happen. Mm. Perception is very powerful, isn't it? Yeah, and it's self-deception. Mm. Yeah. That's powerful thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, your team's growing as well. So in a, in a positive light, you, you, you're recruiting, you're expanding, you're taking on specific people with roles. So you're, you're definitely embracing the situation. And in terms of going online, I just think it's provided so much more flexibility for people mm. and, and yeah. opened up. Yeah, we've, we've grown from um, two people at the start of the pandemic. It was just myself and our client liaison manager and my PA mm. um, to five now. So we've got extra marketing and, and sales functions now within the business. Mm. Um, our business has, has more than doubled during lockdown since the start of COVID. And yeah. I have absolutely no doubt that some of that, some of that is down to the fact that we're, we're, um, we're working online as well as face-to-face -face events. So where we used to do our events at the Last Rock Hotel in Bromley Cross in Bolton, um, we're now doing them online. So we have people from further afield joining us who perhaps wouldn't want to travel to the location, yeah. but are happy to join us on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And when we go back to be, there, there are some people in our groups who, who are desperate just to have some face-to-face -face contact. Mm. And we'd, we're now doing one or two networking events that are face-to-face, -face, but in COVID-secure environements. Mm. Um, while we can, unless the, the, the you know uh, the, the restrictions things change, change. Um, we will give all of our clients the choice 
about what we do when we are able to run live events again. And if we get enough clients who say we want to do live events, we'll do live events. If we get somebody who wants to stay online, we might run two separate lots. Mm. So I'm not going to let head trash get in the way of moving back to doing face-to-face -face or live. No. There'll be a call for both. Yeah, there'll be a balance for both, won't there? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So our, our business has been uh, has been fabulous during lockdown. We've had a, And I think the basis of that is just having a really positive mindset about what yeah. you can do with your calls. Yeah, brilliant. So developing your abilities, seeking new opportunities, so embracing that challenge rather than, like you said before, burying your head a little bit. What would you, what do you call it? Bed? Is it blame, excuses, denial? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have, um, we have one of our generalised principles, which is all about working above or below the point of power. And the point mm. of power is just a choice that you make in life. And if you choose mm. to be below the point of power, then... Um, then you are employing blame, you're blaming others or the situation, you're making excuses as to why you can't do things, mm. um, or you're just denying that there's any issue at all with you or, or anything. Mm. And people in that situation just don't have any power to change anything, why, hence the, the point of power. Mm. People who are above the point of power take um, ownership of any particular situation um, and um, take yeah, so become the owner of their ship, if you will. Yeah. And um, become accountable. So have the ability to account for their actions and take responsibility, which, you know, the ability to respond to a situation in a, in a positive frame. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to do that in any given situation, then you've got all the power that you need. It's the difference between a, a, a victim mentality and a victim mentality. Mm. Well, do you want to be a winner or do you want to be a victim? Mm, brilliant. So based on that then, if you were to give anyone some advice in terms of if someone's listening in today and they're contemplating starting a new business within the pandemic or they're a new startup, what three pieces of advice would you give them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are so many. Yeah. So keeping to three is going to be a challenge. Yeah. Um, as you know, I can talk all, all day. <laughs> um, I, I would say, number one, look after yourself before you look after your business. Right. Especially if you're in, a, <clears throat> if you're in a, an early startup or you're, it's just you working in the business as a sole trader or as a, a solo or partner owner of a limited company. If mm. you stop working, your business stops working at that stage. So mm. look after your own well-being. Um, you know, there's five pillars that we always talk to our clients about. So your diet, make sure you've got a great diet, make sure you're getting some exercise, making sure you're hydrating, making sure you do a little bit of meditation to clear your mind every now and again, and making mm. sure that you've got a good sleep pattern that suits mm. you. And if you're covering those five areas, then you're going to be in a much better position to be really positive about moving your business forward and doing all the things that you need to do because it can be tough in the early stages. It's not an easy process. Mm. Being a sole trader, being on your own in a business, as you and, and, and Gemma have found as well with your business, or if you're just in the process of starting a business up, it can be a challenging time and exciting. No, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but challenging. So my first piece of advice would really be look after yourself. Mm. Look after yourself. And as the late, great um, Jim Rohn, who's a, a, a business mentor and a business guru, no longer with us, used to say, 
work harder on yourself than do on your business. Mm. Never, never wish life was easier. Wish you were better. Right. So with, with, with that in mind, I'd say uh, my, my second piece of advice would be this. If, if you look at the five people you spend the most time with, you're usually the average of those five people. Mm. So if you want to get better at a certain thing, find people who are better at it than you are and surround right. yourself with those kind of people. You know, mm. for instance, somebody who wants to learn to play golf, you want to learn to play golf, go and find four or five golfers who are much better at it than you are and go play with them. Mm. You, you will absolutely definitely get better. Mm. They might get a bit hacked off while you're getting better as you're hacking <laughs> way around, but you will and absolutely that annoying get little better. Brother. Yeah. If you want to get better at business, then find five people who are better at business than you are yeah. or better at a particular aspect. If you want to get better at marketing, find five people who are brilliant at marketing the businesses and mm. go and talk to them. Yeah, be inspired. Yeah. Mm. And your levels will rise. In any mm. given situation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So, yeah. Mm. And it's very true that because as a new business, you can become quite defensive quite quickly, can't you? Yeah. And you, you compare yourself with other people and you keep things to yourself. And, and me and Gemma were just so, we so value collaboration and being inspired and working with. We're always like reaching out to other people and, and we've just grown in ourselves because of that. But I can very easily understand how some people go on to the fixed side and keep things to themselves. And that ends up just swallowing your whole, really, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, mm. I, one of the most challenging things as a business owner, being in business as a business owner can be a lonely place because the book mm. stops for you. And quite often there's nobody else to bounce ideas off or to go to, to talk to. So mm. make sure you've got people that you can talk to. Come and talk to me, you know, mm. arrange a Zoom call. We do free business strategy sessions. Mm. We'll, we'll talk to anybody about the business. I mean, that would be, as an aside, one piece of advice I would give everybody is get a coach. Yeah. Get a coach. But I would say that wouldn't I? Well, Liz, <laughs> I? Liz, I would expect you and Gemma to say the same thing. Though. Do you know what? It's something that I don't know whether there's a little bit of a, almost like a defeating accent like admittance to having a coach sometimes because it's almost like you're not good enough do you know that sort of feeling into it's a bit like a counselor and mm. you're admitting to others around you that you've not quite got it where that's you an interesting that's a really interesting mindset isn't it mm. so think about it this way apply that same philosophy to um sport yeah exactly do you think that's the philosophy that usain bolt had exactly yeah Mm. Not to admit defeat now and get a coach. Yeah, definitely not. No. Do you think that's the philosophy that Bill Gates or the CEO of Google had? Because they've all mm. got coaches. Mm. Mm. You know, and and that's about um, your own mindset and yeah, and, you know, the head trash that individual business owners have mm. around the business. I don't mm. want to admit defeat by getting a coach. Yeah, yeah. Most of their clients are companies who are doing really well mm. but they want to do even better exactly yeah you know how yeah. can i take those incremental steps to get even better mm. how can, you know because coaching is not just about helping people to get out of the, the mire you know it's a 
it's about helping individual business owners and their teams take incremental steps to get better in whatever areas of business and life they want to get better at. Mm. So, you know, it could be any aspect of, of business or their interactions with other people. Mm. Um, and it's about understanding that we're on a, a, a lifelong journey of learning. One of the things that will stop business owners getting a coach is ego. Yeah. You know, when I first became a business owner a few years ago, when I first started, I had massive ego i was a business owner and i was the managing director it said on my business card i was the managing director and co-owner of a business so i had to know everything i'm a uh, business owner now i should know everything which is why quite often i was sat there at seven o'clock on a friday evening when all of my team were out on the lash in bolton having a great time i was a business owner i should know everything it shouldn't it doesn't have to be like that no so you know when we're talking to business owners the one thing we always say is look Number one, you have to be ambitious. You do actually want to grow your business to be a, a commercial profitable business that could work without you if you wanted to. So it's got mm. maximum value. Mm. But secondly, you've got to be open-minded. You've got to yeah. understand. You've got to have a growth mindset. Mm. You know, you've, got, mm. you've got to know that in order to earn more, you've got to learn more. So Definitely. as long as people have that kind of mindset, it makes it easier. Yeah. Well, I that, mean, that was... That was a really long answer to... to <laughs> and I think you've only given me... Have you given me two? I'm going to give me two. <laughs> two. Well, um, we're, not, we're, not counting, yeah, we're, not count, we're not counting the get a coach one. That's <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Just, but, yeah. Get a coach. <laughs> Go talk to a coach. And the, third, the, third, the third one is to, to read books. Um, yeah. you know, read a book a week for the rest of your life and you'll never go far wrong. But make it focused. Make it books that are about a subject that you you need to learn more about. You know, mm. quite often I'll get um, business owners who say to me, "Paul, recommend a business book for me." And my response is always, "Well, what do you want to learn about?" Mm. Because I can recommend a hundred different business books, but it might not be about the subject that you actually need the most help and support on at that particular time. Mm. I tend to recommend books which are on a subject that they need to learn more about. Mm. So I've got a, a big recommendation pile down at the back of me just here that's just out of shot that you can't see. <laughs> so you've just so, finished read you've just finished reading the book, haven't you? I tell you something. I'm just like, hey, you'll be impressed. I've made notes like you wouldn't believe on the the habits, seven habits, and the uh, fanatical prospector. Look at all those sticky notes in there. Brilliant. Okay. Are you well, impressed? Yeah, for any business owners who, who want a book about um, prospecting, about lead generation, then uh, you do far worse than to start with Fanatical Prospecting by Jeff Blount. The other book yeah. that we referred to there is, is a book that's now over 30 years old, but is as relevant today as it was when Definitely, it was. yeah. And that's Seven Habits of Highly Successful People uh, by mm. Brilliant, brilliant book. What I loved about that one as well is it tied in so much with the work myself and Gemma do because yeah. we touch on habits of mind. So some of those pointers in that book really rang bells with me and I could really associate with it, but in a in a business style rather than from teacher to pupil or so yeah, it was really really interesting. I loved yeah. that book. Fantastic. So if people want a coach, 
Um, how do they find out more? Where do they contact you? What, what do they do? Well, we're just about visible on every piece of social media you can find, probably apart from TikTok. At the moment. So, <laughs> so you're not there dancing yet? <laughs> no. Not my forte. Although I am doing Strictly Learn to Dance, apparently. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you can find us through LinkedIn. Um, if you search for my name on LinkedIn um, or Action Coach Bolton on LinkedIn, if you just Google Action Coach Bolton, you'll find our website, which is bolton.actioncoach.co.uk. You can right. email us on bolton.actioncoach.com. So there's lots and lots of different ways of getting in touch. But I would just urge any business owners, um, just to just to have a conversation. If mm. you're open to learning and you've got challenges in your business or you want to get better at, mm. um, uh, if you want to make more profit, if you want to uh, some help with building a great team to help you run your business for you, if you want more time to do the things that are really important in your life, you know, we, mm. when we talk to business owners, it's about it's about their dreams. And when most people go into business, they might say, well, I want to earn enough to get by or I want to do this or I want to do that. But ultimately, when I really get, um, when I talk to them in detail, it's about being able to get home in time to pick the kids up from school. Yeah. Or it's about being home and being able to have tea with the family or to be able to read a bedtime story to the children before they go to sleep. Mm. Or being able to go to the, take an afternoon off work and go to the sports day. Mm. those kind of things which many business owners find really really challenging that's why i'm in business doing what i do it's to help mm. business owners achieve those dreams yeah, have yeah. The, the the disposable income the, the freedom to choose what they do and when they do it mm. that work-life balance so important mm. that's brilliant well do you know what i've thoroughly enjoyed our chat um i know we meet regularly through uh business over breakfast and then through our business growth that myself and Gemma are involved in so but I hope I hope that's given a, a snippet to people out there that haven't really linked with coaches before how valuable you really are so um yeah so thanks for that Paul and oh, uh, so and uh, I'm sure we'll be sharing things on social media and, and things like that so people will see more of you as well so brilliant thank you very much you take care Thank you for the time, Liz, and, and congratulations to you and, and Gemma on your business because it's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Take care. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.